Tonight, an urgent and horrifying news story. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Oh, 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 oh. Been, been there, done that, Mackie. You don't need to ask him. He does that every Tuesday just to get the old blood flow. I guess it turns out the budget doesn't balance itself <laughs> after all. You know, a bunch of yahoos out in the front of Queen's Park. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. He's been there for about 350 years. I don't want to hurt him. Fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says, contribute here. Come on, man. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey's here. Swing it a drive. Get up, ball. Get out of here. And grand slam for Vladdy Guerrero Jr. And another shot. Fight by the sword. And he does. And scores to Canada. Welcome to the edge of tomfoolery. We want to pop you up. What is happening, my friends? My name is Bruce Mackey, and this is the edge of tomfoolery. Here at the edge of tomfoolery. We like talking the politics. We like talking the music. We like talking about the sports. Little Tom Foolery sprinkled in the middle there. Odd time we get into a little bit of trouble, but we're good Baptist boys, so we, uh, you know, <laughs> we kind of get we we get into as much trouble as a Baptist boy can get into. With me, as always, the mayor of Ivanhoe. His name is Sir Robert Morris. Bobby. How are you? Hey, Bruce. I'm good. That's a sharp-looking uh, jersey you're wearing. Yeah, there. It's an ECHL. It's a Coast jersey, Ooh. All-Star jersey. Um, now, Bob, do you remember the day that you were knighted, Sir Bob? Doesn't it feel like it was just yesterday? Ah, uh, yeah. It does. It just feel like yesterday. It might yeah. have even been tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and the man who has been knighted a reverend, he is joining Ooh. us from Calgary, Alberta. Sir, is it Sir Stevie Height? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Not your reverence like that, but yes. <laughs> How are you, Stevie? I'm good. How are you? Oh, boy. There has been lots going on in news and in sports. And, uh, you know, right, I think we got it right off the bat. I don't know if I've got it here. Uh, but the Olympic theme, I, we got to talk Olympics. The Olympics just finished. And uh, do we have the Olympic theme? There's a theme for the Olympics? Oh, yeah. I think there's a theme here. Let's just try this. All rise. I think there's an Olympic hymn. I've got a record runner somewhere. I want to tell you, you know what 20 bucks will get you on eBay? (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Wow. This is a, a genuine Beijing 2020. Wow. That Gold medal. Nice. Yeah, it was good. I mean, some of these guys, they did training. They did for years. You know, they didn't have a social yeah. life. Mm. Not Bruce Mackey. Oh. <laughs> 20 bucks on eBay. 20 bucks and you're on top the of The problem mountain. with the 20 bucks on eBay was the $23 it took to ship it. Uh, so uh, the medal itself was only 20 bucks, but 
Uh, let's talk Olympics. Bob, did you watch any of the Olympic Games? I passed by it a couple of times. When the NHL didn't go, that pretty much was the Olympics for me. And yeah. I, I would have watched the ladies' hockey. I really liked oh, that. Oh, that was good. But all the games were at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And, man, they're always school nights for me, man. Yeah, I know. Now, what? like it was 13 hours ahead here, so out in Alberta it would have been like... Yeah, 15 hours, yeah. Oh, man. So my son stayed up, and I, I apparently I told him I was going to stay up with him to watch the ladies' gold medal game. I did watch some hockey. Um, now, the first game... Uh, Jeremy Colleton, uh, he was the head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. He took over for Claude Julian at first because Julian, did you hear what he did? No. He no. broke a rib in a sledding accident. Oh, my. And so they told him he couldn't go. And then after game one, he was cleared and he showed up at the Olympics. And then they lost to the U.S. Oh. So Claude Julian, he, have you seen him? He looks he looks like you, Bobby. Thin and trim, really? Yeah, he's he's lost some so lost some weight, and um, and I thought they played well. Uh, there there was a Belleville connection at one point. The leading point getter in the tournament was Adam Tambellini, so that would have been uh, son of Steve. Yep, and he played for the Belleville Senators in their inaugural season here in town. And the goaltender who played the first two games. For Canada was none other than Ed Pasquale. I don't know if you remember Ed. He was a Belgian. Remember Ed, yep. yeah. And then who else in the Olympics? Oh, Ethan Werink. He played for China. He was on China's national team. And another Jake Chelios, Chris Chelios' son, played for China too. Wow. Good Chinese name, right? I would say. <laughs> I, I would say. Uh, former Belvable goaltender Sebastian Dam. Uh, he was in net for the Danish. I thought you were going to say Reggie Bercier. Oh, no. Reg- <laughs> Reginald be thy name. No Reggie Bercier. I don't think he's an Olympic athlete. So, and um, Canada played well, but they got beat out by the Swedes. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed, but. Yeah, it kind of figures. Like, if it had been uh, Kazakhstan or something like that, it might have been harder to take. But Sweden's a pretty well-respected, strong hockey power. So what I was more upset about, and I want to hear the Western perspective, Canada and hockey, you know, we won a gold medal. Like, if you could choose between a gold medal for the men or women and no medal for the other, I think we did okay. I think we did okay in this. Curling. I was, you know, what is the the West lives and breeds Mm -hmm. curling. Uh, We got a bronze medal, and that's it. The women did not do well. Uh, No. What, what's what's the West perspective on Canada and curling? I've I, you know, growing up in Southern Ontario, I didn't know about curling. Uh, my wife let me know while she was at just we were talking about just the other day because we we're talking curling. Uh, she had a, a required class at Briarcrest. Uh, oh, really? And it was curl- a lovely. It, it, it was it was athletics, and you had to do some curling. So if there's any perspective on like. What what kind of curriculum Saskatchewan has curling is involved in it? So. I went out west to visit an insurance company for a weekend. They had me out, and when I was there, they were like, they were all around because I I don't even know if it was the Canadian Championships, like the the Briar or anything that. I think it was just the the uh, provincial one, and they were all watching it like it was. Yeah. Oh, that's so and so. He's from this rink, and oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, who are you people? Like mm-hmm. I, I anyway. But Canada didn't do great this year, so. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think the curlers, I mean, I don't know if you saw the U.S. Uh, curler team, but curlers need to, like, do a little bit of work to, like, dispel the rumor that, uh, that like... You know, I could my, be an my, Olympic athlete, right? Yeah, the, the my drinking team has a curling problem. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if, if, like, if you want to be considered a real athlete, you, like, you need to make... There's some image things. It's like when you watch sailing in the Summer Olympics and the guy's, like, 82. You're like, I don't know. Like, when I... When I you know, you see the parade of nations. You're like, oh, look, there's a whole bunch of, whole bunch of like coaches or some people's grandparents. They're like, oh no, that's our sailing contingent. Like, <laughs> the curlers. Well, it's the same as Ian Miller. Ian mm-hmm. Miller. <laughs> he's a summer athlete. I think he's in his late seventies. He's still competing yeah. in the Summer Olympics. Yeah. Equestrians, uh, we love our spruce buttons out here, but man, oh man, the equestrian events. So Olympics in Canada does fairly well. Um, Oh no, my my power is going to pop out here. Just a second, Uh-oh. guys. He's saying how good Canada's doing, but Canada does fairly well in the. Um... Oh oh, hold the fort! It's coming! It's coming! <laughs> we're we're back in action here. Power's coming back. Buddy. Oh wow, I'm getting dizzy. He's really I moving. I know. It's the lights. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Hypnotic, the aren't are, they? The lights are making you dizzy, Bobby. Uh, so, in... Oh, I might put it right on top of my pen. So now it's... There we go. It's not there. Is that better? Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So Canada be does good at the events that are like the new events, when, they, when we introduce new events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this year, I, I had to look up. I'm like, what's a monobob? Yes. Like, right. Yeah. The, what's a monobob? I thought... That sounds fun. I want to be in. Mm. And so we lost. We came, we got a bronze medal in the ladies' monobob, and that's basically yeah. just the driver. You mm. push it, you drive yourself. And honestly, what are the other three in the back doing anyway, right? Yeah. They're right. just along for the ride. So we lost the that event. We got the bronze medal. Interesting well, enough, Bruce, if it had been yeah. four years ago, we would have had a gold as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to talk about. Kaylee Humphreys, mm-hmm. Canadian athlete competed for Canada her whole life, went and married an American, and then I think she brought a lawsuit against Bobsled Canada for abuse or something from the coaches. And she's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to the States. I'm taking my sled and going to the States. She competed for the U.S. and won a gold medal. Mm -hmm. And I think she even won something else too. Uh, But the the thing that I found out in sledding, Germany – it's like F1 racing. Germany mm. designs the right. best sleds, all the best stuff, and then they just they can't help but beat everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yep, they're good. Yep. So, in the NHL, we'll, we'll we'll oh, did it go off again? In the NHL, can you see me? I can see. Oh you. yeah, we got you. In the NHL, there was some coaching changes, and uh, Dom DeLuise or Dominique Ducharme, freshly signed a three-year contract with with Montreal, and he was let go. Montreal is paying still for Claude Julien (laughs) and Dom DeLuise. Dom Ducharme, sorry. Mm -hmm. They have went and hired a peewee hockey coach. There it is. Well. This coach has only played, he's only coached, and he's only been an assistant coach in a kid's hockey team somewhere in Connecticut. And from what I hear, the team he was coaching, one of the kids on his team was Kent Hughes' son, the GM of oh. the Montreal Canadiens. 
So. so what come out of that, though? So Montreal then hires uh, Marty St. Louis, who I, I was I was pretty excited that they hired him. But there was people in Montreal that wanted the French-speaking coach that coached uh, the World Juniors against uh, the Switzerland coach. Do you remember the Swiss coach from a few oh. years back? The guy was like, "Yeah, here we go. We're going to listen to his comments." They asked him about playing against Team Canada. What did you learn about them in the pre-tournament game you played? Learn uh, that we are far away from them. Still, they're uh, faster. They're bigger. They're stronger. They can shoot better. They can pass better. They can do everything better. So, is this what you'll tell your team? Like, what do you say to your team? Exactly that. <laughs> and we, and uh, try to fight against. What we? What, what I want to say? You know, they have like I don't know how many uh, other first rounders they have. How many? Seven. Huh? Seven. And the rest in the second round. Yeah. Huh? And one in the fourth round who play like uh, the most NHL game so far. So what I want to tell again? That we just battle, battle, and try to bet. We have one in the fourth round too. One, and the rest is not drafted. You think I know that you can kind of be the underdog and no pressure? Well, pressure. I don't know that word pressure. We don't have pressure at all. So there's lots of people in Montreal that were saying, "How come we didn't hire this guy?" It's refreshing to hear honesty, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. I, I I listened to that after they they hired Marty St. Louis. I listened to that probably ten times. I laughed so hard. Oh, what are they going to say? They're bigger. They're stronger. They're better than us. And Montreal, I'm I'm content with Montreal totally just tanking, like tank oh, okay. it because I want to go for for Shane Wright. I want to be the first overall pick this year. Well, they've hired Marty St. Louis, and all of a sudden Cole Caulfield has had a resurgence. I, I believe the the two little guys are now, you know, they're they're similar. Cole Caulfield wore 26 all the way up because of Marty St. Louis. Oh, wow. okay. And now all of a sudden Montreal's doing better. They won again today, and I'm like, stop it. We want yeah. the last, you know, we don't want this. Um, they're competing with the Arizona Coyotes. Do they call themselves Arizona or do they Phoenix or... What do they call uh, themselves? I think they're Arizona I, now. Uh, or are yeah, they going to be think, called Arizona like, State now? I think, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think, they're, I think they're Tempe Unified School District now. I don't even know. <laughs> so, so where else is, my question to you is, is Gary Bettman, is it his, like, brother-in-law who owns the Phoenix Coyotes? Or, oh, I like, don't know. So if you're listening at home and don't know what's going on, Arizona for years has been so it was the Winnipeg Jets moved to to Arizona and they've got this arena out in the desert and then it's owned by what what town is it owned by uh, uh Glen Glen Glendale 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 Glencairn yeah. no Glendale <laughs> Glencarnell no Glendale and Glendale's basically said yeah we want you out we don't want you yeah. there anymore what are they going to do with an arena in the middle of nowhere are they just going to demo it or I mean, a kid skating around will do better than the Coyotes did sometimes. So, I mean, I don't. So, so, they've been kicked out. They don't have a home next year. So, one would think, well, let's go to another NHL arena. Well, the NHL and its wisdom and the, the owners of the Arizona Coyotes are now going to move them into a 5,200-seat stadium. That's just a little bit bigger than the, the CAA arena here in Belleville. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not so, a stadium. <laughs> no, but it's 5,200 seats. That's only 800 more seats than Belleville has. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they're moving in, and the other rumor that's come out now is that it might not be ready. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're moving from a big old stadium down to a 5200 stadium, not for one year, for three years. 
Wow. Okay. So, like, I, I don't mean, understand it. How can you move to the, such a small arena? Um, is this where the NHL is going? Oh, Bob it's Morris, Batman, it's where Batman's going. I'm I'm thinking it's it's the the nepotism that you opened up the the segment with. That's got to be it. Yeah, I, it has to be something mm-hmm. because you've got Quebec sitting there. Quebec has got a like it's it's an NHL yeah. caliber arena. I think it's got fourteen or fifteen thousand seats there. Um, that's mm. kind of like Winnipeg's. I remember when they brought Winnipeg in. I thought, oh, it's too small. It's too small. But I, I'm I'm not thinking that anymore. I'm thinking those are the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I I'm not not sure. Now Montreal trades for the Hamburglar, Andrew Hammond, <laughs> who I think his last NHL win was six years ago, and he yeah. he won today. Uh, oh. The Hamburglar, uh, he had a good run. My son is convinced that Montreal is trying to become Ottawa. They got Hammond. They got Hoffman. Uh, okay. They're they're attempting that. There also was a uh, a new uh, Montreal traded Tyler Toffoli to Calgary. Mm-hmm. Is Calgary going for it? Uh I, I'm probably not. Like, <laughs> all, they like literally just care about getting more than just beating Edmonton. Like, yes, <laughs> Stanley Cups are fine, but like at the end of the season, that that's their only comparator, right? You know, like, be, you know, beat up on Vancouver and Winnipeg when you can, but just beat Edmonton. And okay, so, that's all you want, right? <laughs> that's all they really care. Speaking of Edmonton, Edmonton fires their head coach. Sure. Uh, Dave <laughs> Dave Tippett. And do you know who they brought in? <laughs> um, Alexi Yashin. No. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be Ottawa, too. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone say, wants to be Ottawa. Yeah, maybe he's going to the Canadians, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember who they brought in, but it was their AHL coach. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so he was brought in. Um, who? Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, Cole Caulfield, we've talked about that. We've talked about – we have not talked about um, – oh, Olympics, we did, we talked a bit about that. But did you see – if you saw any Olympic broadcasting, the broadcasters were in the bubbles. They were in these little cubicles. And I thought, well, that's interesting. China's really setting them up. Uh, you know, with these glass in cubicles. And so if there was two of them announcing, they're side by side, but there's it, you're enclosed with your own cubicles and stuff. And I thought, wow, China's very interesting to do that. And then it took right near the end of the Olympics, I figured out, it showed them walking in. They weren't in China. They were in Toronto. Mm. <laughs> All of the play-by-play was done at the CBC in Toronto because it wow. showed them walking in, and they walked by the set of the Dragon's Den. And they were walking oh, out on no. Front Street, and I'm like, and but they all were in closed little bubbles, um, and oh, I, no. and and they used um, uh, some of the the they used uh, it was like Star Trek kind of technology. They beamed the people in, so it nice. looked like they were interviewing them side by side, but the people were over in China, and they kind of oh. you, you look at their feet, you're like, oh, they're not touching the floor. You could kind of tell they weren't in there, but honestly, broadcast quality it looked like they were side by side talking to each other. Wow, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl, Bob? Uh, I did watch a lot of it. I wasn't going to, but I kind of got caught up in it. And once you start watching, well, you're hooked. Who was your favorite halftime performer? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think Seinfeld. I think I went to a Seinfeld. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the halftime show? 
Yeah, I did. Did you watch it, Stevie? No, I, I, my Niners got beat out, so I was just so you were done. I just was like, nah, I'm not watching the Rams and the Bengals. Like, count. Like, seriously. <laughs> my, it, yeah. Once the Buccaneers, like all these terrible, terrible NFL teams start winning, I'm like, I don't even. Like, is it the Browns next year? Like, who is it? You know. So like, for Christmas, my son asked for a Tom Brady jersey, and he sent me the link of things to get him. So oh. I got him a Tom Brady jersey. Mm-hmm. He goes, "You got me the, you got me the Patriots one, right?" Like, because it was late, and I, I got him the Tampa one, and I, and it, and it arrived. And I said, "I think I got you. I thought you told me to get you the Tampa one." Oh, you're kidding, right, Dad? Because I don't want the Tampa one. Like, I want the, uh, I want the Patriots. I'm like, oh no. And then it shows up, and sure enough, he got it, wore it for the game, and then Tampa got beat out. As soon as he wore oh, it, and then no. he retired. So, <laughs> like, that's, I have not. It was. It was a bad Christmas gift. That's what we call fast fashion right there, Bruce. Yeah, I know. It's one and done. We know. Um, uh, we, you know, we never talked about in the last week's episode, and I should have I should have played this. People are saying stuff that you, they're just saying little things. When we, We're going to talk politics now for a second. They, they say things, and there was a, a senator who said this last week about Dr. Fauci. And I just wanted to play. It was Senator uh, Kennedy from Louisiana, I think. Um, I don't have anything against Dr. Fauci, but uh, uh, for a variety of reasons, some of which uh, happen to be Dr. Fauci's own fault, uh, the American people trust Dr. Pepper more than Dr. Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And so is... As we as a society, are we looking for the sound clip? Uh, you know, like we we don't want to put the. Oh, yeah. we, and I, all I remember is, yeah, we trust Doctor Pepper more than like I remember that, right? <laughs> yeah, Whether yeah. we, I mean, obviously we don't, but um, it, w- it was pretty interesting to uh, to, to discuss that. Um, okay, talking more politics. Jeffrey Epstein. This is in the news. Are we going to go there, Steve? Sure, yeah, yeah, you already said it, so we're going there. Yeah, we're going there. Jeffrey Epstein, of course, uh, he's known for, he he actually died in prison, and there is, um, I'm trying to keep this family friendly, Uh, not a a nice, he had a lot of money and a a big island, and he had a, a lot of ladies and a lot of famous people would go to the island with him. And the rumor is that there is many people that would go and if the if the list ever got out of who was there, it would be the downfall of many people. Is that fair to say? Sure, yeah. Like, if you want to open your bottle, go to the Book of Esther. You may get a little bit of a hint as to what's going on in some, some of the stuff. So, there you go. Does, does that help? <laughs> it, it helps. Then the conspiracy theorists that are out there. Well, uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, okay, that, they're out there that all of a sudden... There are some famous people who, all of a sudden, they just end up dead. That that there's mm. people that are connected to Epstein. Epstein yeah. just happened to be in the only portion of the uh, prison where the cameras were out, and then he died. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so now on the weekend, one of his friends uh, passed away by suicide, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Okay, this is getting like the list is long. There's a long list of people that have passed away." And it's like, now some people liken it to they're getting knocked off. 
or it's a strange coincidence. Prince Andrew's connected to that. See, that's why Tanya should have gone to see Prince Edward, because he is the most normal one of the bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Princess Anne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there. I watched some some of The Crown. I know all about that. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of politics, in 2016, I think we all looked at the, the, the ticket down south and thought, on Earth and in the U.S. of A., there has to be two better candidates than Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Like, is this what it's come down to? (laughs) And then we thought, it's a one-off, right? Like, this is just, you know, you have to have a lot of money, you have to whatever. So we thought, well, you know, it's the choice that you make. Like, who do I choose between those two? Well, there has been rumors that 2024, there's going to be a rematch. (laughs) (laughs) Run it back. (laughs) Run it back. And I'm like... Seriously, there mm. like there has got to be some other options. What do you wh- like? What do you think the odds are, Steve? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for polarizing figureheads, which is apparently what passes for politics today, then perfect. Like they're like they're they're perfect. Like, yeah, you you want to make sure that your camp has the the has the right feel to it. You know, everyone knows the way this two operate, so get them in there. <laughs> I just don't understand how they can't have two other options. Because mm. everyone else is a no name. Like everyone else, they, well, you can't... Trump is a name and Clinton is a name. Like it's yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You can't polarize no names, right? You can't like, oh, well, what do they stand for? Or maybe they like they have some like you know some unique opinions. But no, you need you need the like. But I found you know what I found with those two. There is lifelong Republicans who I just found out last week. Jesus was not a Republican. He rode it on a donkey. I didn't know that. Okay. So, but there's lifelong Republicans who are like, no, no, we're going Democrat. And there's Democrats that just can't stand Hillary Clinton that are going Republican. And and I just think there has got to be some other options out there. I just think so. Uh, Moving on to other politics things. Um, Did you see this ship that was uh, off in in the Atlantic Ocean? A ship full of Porsches, Volkswagens, and Bentleys caught on fire. Wow. So there's a picture of the fire just streaming out. What do you do? Like, is there is there such a thing as a, a fire boat that comes out to a ship? Like, how often does this happen? It showed a couple of boats beside that, uh, that big ferry boat uh, blowing water. From like hoses or something onto it, uh, I, I and how does that? Uh, how does it catch on fire? How does a? I didn't. I didn't get that. But the I don't know. The, the amount of in, this is where my brain goes. The insurance on that thing is going to be horrific. <laughs> All of the the, the, yeah. the Bentleys and the oh, it just made me sad thinking about it. Who uh, has salvage rights? Is it like beachcombing? Can they go out and tow that away? Yes, Relic oh, does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relic's <laughs> in on it. Bruno Jerusi's going to make his way out there yeah, to Vancouver yes. and get it solved. Uh, we talked about... Uh, now, there's a new... Uh, the, not to speak about Donald Trump, but we'll go back to Donald Trump. He's starting a new platform called Truth Social. Have you heard about this, Bob? Truth or Dare? Is no. That, no? Truth? It's called Truth Social. Have you heard about this, Steve? Uh, Oh yeah, and you know Donald's a great computer programmer, so I'm just, I know I know how he's designing the social media platform. Well, what, what was I saying about useless figureheads? Yeah, before? yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like he's going to 
it's called Truth Social, and he put his first tweet out. Now, okay. now say what you will about the man, and he was whatever kind of figure. I did find some of his tweets entertaining. Like I've, I've oh, kind yeah. of missed him for the year. Like, it's like I wonder what Donald thinks about this. Like, I, you don't, you, he tell you right. Like, you didn't have to think. You just, yeah. he put it out there, and it, it would, it, we didn't get to see it for the past year, and so now we're going to start to see it. And his first tweet was, uh, "Hello, everyone." Uh, it's your favorite president. Uh, you'll hear more from me soon. <laughs> yeah, like if, if we're going to have the expected demise of the, of the Western world, yeah. it might as well be funny. Hey, buddy? Right. Like, if, if we're all going down like a bunch go of torches the, and Bentleys. Go, going down, <laughs> down with the Bentleys. Might as well laugh about it. Oh, mercy. Um, what's, let's talk. Do, do we finish the politics thing? Well, we'll talk about uh, in Canadian politics. And uh, so, Mr. Toolsy, we haven't talked about Toolsy. Toolsy got the boot. He was, Toolsy got the boot. And, and what do you think about that? Has this yeah, ever happened before in the middle of a. Yeah, like. Yeah, oh. it was like when I when I attempted to ask Tony Clement why why the conservatives seemed to want to court the the out, the out there polls, and he turned it into a whole other conversation that was not the answer to the question. Yeah, he he avoided that one pretty good. Oh yeah, but it's it's the thing. Like anyone apparent, like apparently this it goes to all of our conversations. Anytime you try to be even remotely central, you got the the flag wagging pitchforks going. You're, you're not extreme enough. Like, I, I don't, like, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand. And I think that's what Toolsy did. Toolsy tried to go, like, can we just try to be a little more central on this? And and, and I think, you know, I, I don't think that's the, the voter base. Yeah, do you think the voter base and, and, is too far the other way? Well, you're, I mean, you're in the camp more than I'm in the camp. Oh, I'm, I'm in the camp. Right. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. I'm firmly just... both feet in. So <laughs> so I will tell you from my perspective, tools, you say what you will about him. Um, yeah. And apparently, I don't watch the news. Because I'm a kid and apparently every time, apparently Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. There you go. <laughs> so I'm firmly in the camp, but then I have watched so so one of the reasons I'm a conservative is my my philosophy is smaller government, smaller spending. That's and that's where and let's create a, a like less reliance for people to do their. We want people to do their own thing, not for the government to tell them what they should do. That that's kind of my philosophy. So when I see Doug Ford come in and he spent more money than any premier before even way more than kathleen Wynne. i'm like whoa 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 like i'm a conservative i want smaller government not big spending so that part that and then from a from a fiscal and from a um you know like they had carbon taxing toolsy was getting too left for me so i'm like more over here on the screen it shows left here but i'm i'm more right uh and and he was getting right to the center and to a point where i'm like wait a second, he's not a whole lot different than, than Trudeau on their policy things. And so I'm just explaining where people like me probably are thinking, well, we want someone who's a little more, not centrist, but a little more, a little more right. Um, and I, I, I think we had swayed because what emerged in the last election was Bernier, all of a sudden Bernier came up 
Right. And he took it over. And I remember back in 93. Remember 93, Bobby? Uh, 93. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, I was, I was going to say, remember 1986, Spike? Spike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember 93, and the conservatives were left with two seats, and the reform came up and took those seats. So there's a there's a fracturing of the party where all of a sudden people that are on the right going, wait a second, you're going too far left, I'm going right, and they wanted to send a message. So I I don't have the answer, but I'm just saying that, and it's like a it's like a pastor in a church. Have you ever noticed that when you get a pastor in a church, and all of a sudden you've got someone who's a great speaker, horrible administrator. And then the next pastor comes in, great administrator, horrible speaker, or youth, you know, it's like always one or the other. So it's like they're doing that in the party now. So now the name, the only name that's come up is Mr. Polyev, and you've got a child right behind you, Stevie. He can get him on the show. Yeah, no, they're they're not fit for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm getting Mark Hymas. Uh, he just <laughs> yeah, told, my yeah, my family bugging you everywhere. Yeah, right? they're coming everywhere. He's saying, "Is the hamburger going to run you out of the, out of uh, the Habs getting the first overall pick?" That's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. start the guy from the East Coast, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I even forget the question that I asked here. Oh, about Pierre Polyev. Uh, yeah. Like, and and so Alberta has been through this, where they have gone, they have gone right and then extreme right. The Wild Rose Party. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did he come from? <laughs> he's appearing. He's dead. He's it's like Waldo. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's Where sneaky, did he come he's, from? He's sneaky like his mother. That's how he works. Oh, Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Uh, so what What happened in, maybe you can give us a history of what happened in the West when it came to. Yeah, I mean, to, I think that's it, the Wild Rose Party, right? I remember. Are they still a thing? First. No, no, they merged, but they're they're now. Now they're talking about restarting, restarting it again. Derek Sloan going to take over? Oh, yeah. No, no. I think, I think maybe he went back to Derek. Yeah, Sloan. he's back. He started his own party out here. With his white tennis shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the, the conservatives weren't conservative enough. And the Reform Party started, started out here, right? Like it's yeah, – that's yeah. the thing. I mean, like – and I get – I don't know what is going to get the conservatives elected again. But I felt like – and maybe it's just revisionist thinking about Harper, but I felt like – that was a bit more of a unifying that you had like he, he, he still moved, I think a little more central. He did. Oh, he did. But the thing I like about Harper, say what you will about him. He was stuffy. He was whatever. He had a way to, uh, he, he went ahead. He was, I I feel one of the best prime ministers you ever had, but that's just me because he was able to get the far right and able to get the left and get them together. And he got a ruling. He got three mandates, you know? So, yeah, um, say what you will about him. Um, I, I still know this this Pierre guy. It just feels like he's not. He's not any. There's nothing remotely central about the guy. I think okay. he's pretty right. But yeah. let me tell you, people love him. Like, oh, I'm I'm sure people that are there do. But we're gonna have another Rena Trudeau if you like him that much. It's just my opinion on it. Yeah, and I, I I know a lot of people who feel that opinion. So they're talking now, Bob Morris, and Jean Charest wants another kick at the can. Mm. And Jean Charest was another leader that, that was the leader of the conservatives, couldn't get it done. But now yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. a lot of my liberal friends are saying, he's your answer, he's your answer. Wow. Um, Peter McKay, funny enough, he, he came in second in the last election. Um, and I have been 
I, I don't know if you've ever seen on my Facebook. I've been to two events with Peter. He does, uh, so the, the rules with running for leader, I think you have to come up with like 250,000 plus, plus, plus for all to, yeah, to yeah. run for leader. And you can't put your own money in. You can only put a maximum of a thousand bucks in. So you have to raise all this money. And so he is still paying off the, from the, from the 2000 election or the, leadership campaign he's still paying off because he's not allowed to raise he's not allowed to pay it himself he's got to raise that money so what he's doing is he's having fundraiser events on zoom and so three weeks ago he had conrad black and so you just make a donation to his thing and you can do a zoom call thing with conrad black i was on it it was it was hilarious the guy says words i don't i don't understand (laughs) I was going to say, maybe you just can borrow some money from the Freedom Convoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it's been redistributed. The government oh, it took okay? it, froze the accounts. It's all out there. Um, oh. This week, I uh, I did a, another call with, uh, there was only like 40 of us on the call. And one of the senators, Denise Batters, she was in the call, too. Because I'm going through all these people. I'm like, look at all the, I know that person. I know, like, all these, actually, there was, I think there was an ex-premier on there, too. Wow. And and so I'm like, and Bruce Mackey from Corbyville. Like, why am I on there? But it was with Alan Frew. Uh, he was the lead singer of oh, Glass Tiger. Yeah. Yes. Don't forget yes. me when I'm gone. And and then I just love listening to him. Like when you listen to someone uh, with a. Do you have a child with you? I'm just making sure everything's coming through. Okay, we got we got it. we got a little child there. Um, yeah. So so just listening to his accent. He was great, Bobby. He was. I, I love anyone with a Scottish accent. They mm. could tell. They could read an obituary, and I would just sit there and be on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. oh yeah, they're great. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Ah, that's what they say. <laughs> um, also, what else were we going to say about politics before we leave it there? I think that's it. I think we've hit it all. Um, but Bob, we made a decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Neil Young made a decision that if they were going to keep Joe Rogan on Spotify, mm-hmm. that he wanted his music off. Yes, his music was going to be off. That's yeah, right. and yeah. Steve and I made the decision that uh, if they're going to kick Joe Rogan off, we're taking our three subscribers, mm-hmm. and we're getting off Spotify. Well. And just only going to go to Apple. That'll teach him. <laughs> yeah. they'd be like the edge of what <laughs> yeah, that'll teach the, the edge of who oh mercy okay uh let's go we're talking new music we want to get into some new music and it's vinyl time i have brought down my vinyl record and it's here and i've got some new records i want to share with you since the last time i shared my new music so for valentine's day my wife my wife knows me. She got me a Babylon B book. Like, oh, nice. It's all about wokeness. And I mean, my wife knows me, right? Like, she knows yeah. I love that stuff. And she got me a vinyl record of the 80s. Oh, I could tell oh. by that bubblegum pink. You yeah, I know. It's got Wham on it, Huey Lewis in the News, uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Thompson Twins. I mean, it's got all the favorites, mm. right? And uh, so, so that was good. And and the vinyl itself, I don't know if I can get this out. The vinyl itself, guys, is. Pink. Oh, look at oh, that! Oh, wow, fantastic! Uh, mm. Then this week, I got myself 
a record, which I, I love. And I got Chris Tomlin. Is it there backwards it is. or upside down? It's upside it's down. Upside down, sorry. <laughs> <He's lying. laughs> I'm not coordinated. Chris Tomlin, and he's got a bunch of duets. He's uh, Florida, uh, Georgia line. Um, uh, he's got Thomas, like a lot of country stuff on here. And I actually love it. It was actually the Western people would love it too. Mm. Have you listened well, to this one? Uh, no, I'll, you tell I'll your learn. lovely wife. You <laughs> She's tell. into it. She knows how to line dance. And then yeah. weeks earlier. So this is, I support my local vinyl shop really good. And I bought a lot of records. I got a whole whack of them here. But then when I'm on Amazon, it's too darn easy. Right. And I'm on one afternoon and I was, it was probably four in the afternoon. I thought I have the hankering for me, some eighties music. I want to get me some Chicago. Oh, wow. So I ordered Chicago, and um, actually, let me put some music on while we're here. So I ordered some Chicago at 4 o'clock. Honestly, by 11 o'clock the next day, it's at my front door. Amazing. Like, nice. how, how, can you, how can you compete against that, right? Mm. So anyway, and, 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 and then I know it's the new, the, the new thing. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. And one more record, as I think I've got some music coming on. There, you hear that? Hear that? I love that. Oh, nice. Mm. I want to get me a pipe. I'm turning 51 in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. Remember I turned remember I turned 50 last year at this time and we started the podcast on my 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm turning 51 in a couple weeks and I want to get me a, not a, not to smoke it, but just to put it mm. pop it in. Get that Walter Cronkite look. Oh, I I think it would make me distinguished. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the other record I got again, it came in a day. Riley Clemens, Christian music singer. She's new on the scene, and she's really good. And this is entitled Godsend. So uh, I enjoy, and I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm subscribed to all of the Spotify's and the, the Apple Music and Prime and all that stuff, but I want to listen to a record. I just feel I appreciate the music more. That's because you're almost 51 and want to smoke a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how? That's exactly why. Is that is that it? Is it? I've reached the point where I'm like, okay, you're old, Mackie. Just next thing yeah, I know, I'll be at. A, I'm 51. It. I'm next thing I'm gonna know, I'm gonna be at a protest with my walker, getting hit over by a Clydesdale. Look right? Oh yeah. Speaking of protests and Clydesdales, I remember way back in the day, um, in Belleville, I would remember going down. The Carlsberg, the, they had a Carlsberg team of Clydesdales, oh, yeah. and they would come. But I, it was kind of faux pas because it was a beer company. But you could go down and see the the wagon of Clydesdales, and I remember going down to see them. Canada had Carlsberg Clydesdales, and then what was the St. Louis? Uh, uh, I think they were Anheuser Busch ones. Weren't yeah, they? they had one as well. The Budweiser team, probably. Yeah, yeah probably yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it was. Did you ever see any of those Clydesdales or? No. Oh man. They come to Stampede every year, so I. Do you, oh yeah, they still they're still a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, back when we had Stampede. Well, we still do, but no one goes because. Well, COVID, but yeah, we still put it on. We still put it on because. So, but are, are we? We're are we all systems are go this year for like? Is it going to be a COVID Stampede this year? Oh yeah, I mean we 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 have we had stampede last year in the middle of COVID, so we don't we don't care. we just we just say everything we say COVID's gone away and we have another stampede. Okay, and then we get and then we get a spike. So whatever happens, 
we're opening up March 1st and I, I don't know what it's going to be like, like uh full capacity again. And it's oh, like, yeah. everyone said, you know what? We're going to have to live with this thing. It's not going away. So we got to, we got to figure out a way to live with it. Sure. Uh, and so I'm like, well, if we're going to have to live with that, like when you look back at the last two years, I just, I, I haven't been to any hockey games, haven't been to, haven't been anywhere. Right. And yeah. so now, cause we've been kind of scared of it. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to venture out. And I've seen people today that haven't been to church since two years ago. They were at church today, and I'm like, oh, there's so-and-so. There I haven't is. seen him in two years. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's kind of coming back out and opening up. What's the last thing that's going to just open up? Like, what's the last thing that people will be like, well, I'll go back to that again? The, I think it's swimming in an outdoor pool. Oh, really? mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like what, what's what's the grossest thing you used to do? Yeah, yeah, with I other, know. With other humans, public drinking fountains. I don't know. There's, I there's think the last actually the last one is bobbing for apples. I think we know COVID's over when we're bobbing for apples. Yeah, in I, I I think for my fifty second birthday, I'm going to say now I'm going to have a bobbing for apples competition. Oh, nice, just come. Oh, yeah. I'll get on a plane for that, Brucey. You know. That. Yeah, if we can still, if you can fly, then right, you might have to have a boat. But if we can fly, then in two thousand and twenty-three, are you coming to my fifty-second birthday? Oh yeah, I'm bringing I'm bringing the whole crew to the to the motherland this summer. For are you? Oh, yeah. Steve. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, we maybe we'll do some live shows. We'll see. How oh yeah, we could actually have it in the like. I could put you upstairs in the same house here. We hey, it could be over. We could all sit. We could all share one. No, <laughs> that's wow. what we'll do. We could. I I might actually have you in the same room with me, Bobby. <laughs> exactly. We're under nice. the same roof, but if public health is watching, we're not in the same house. Exactly. We're, we're in exactly. different wings of the palatial. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. Oh, Stevie, I have missed you guys, and I tell you, when I, after we talk, I always am encouraged, and I I have been. I don't know how to word this. Over over time, oh, I'm still playing. Is my record still playing? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there you go. There it is. There's something about Peter Cetera. For a <laughs> while, Belleville was getting all the old retired guys, the has-beens of the 80s and 90s, and they were coming to the Empire. Oh, nice. And so, you know, we've had Meatloaf actually came to Belleville. Right. And so I was really hoping Peter Cetera would come because he's kind of... Uh. He's past his prime, right? Nothing says old and retired like coming to Belleville, I'll tell you that. I right? know. <laughs> Lionel Richie's coming next. He'll be dancing on the wow. ceiling. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, you know, the, the doldrums of, of winter get me down regardless. Then you throw Canada getting beat out in hockey. Then you throw, you know, all this COVID stuff and then just the state of the union of what's going on i needed to pick me up and guys tonight was that so i just want to say thank you for that Uh, what did we just become best friends yep you want to go do karate in the garage yep Uh, i just want to point it out to our listeners we have yet to do karate in the garage Mm -hmm. it's true we we Probably because I got so many boxes out there, we can't fit in the garage. Maybe so. we'll start with recycling. <laughs> yeah, we got to get that done. Uh, in the Mackie household, just an update: we have a new furry free ch- creature. Uh, Oakley Mackie is here, and uh, w- she was sick last night. We had to take her to the hospital, and uh, we weren't allowed to go in. But the vet called us on the phone to give us an update on what what was happening, and she was lethargic and everything. And then she got in there, and she was just like running around, and she was all back to herself. And the and the vet said. 
oh, it's quite a cute puppy and very confident, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's a word to say a little crap disturber, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a few of those in my household. Mom and children. What do your teachers say when you go to parent-teacher interview? What do your teachers <laughs> say about your kids, Stevie? Your, your kids are confident. Yeah, that's a good word mm-hmm. to describe. I didn't, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that meant, but now I, I kind of get yeah. what it means. And the other thing, Bob, that yeah, after we left, the kids took a picture of Ginger. She stood at the top of the stairs just staring at the door, and she was just had this look on her face like her best friend just left. Aww. It was very sad, but mm-hmm. it was very touching. But when we came back, they were happy to get reunited. So. Nice. And short weeks ago, they were growling at each yeah, other. They, they, they still kind of are. Mm. Uh, and, and then earlier tonight, uh, Oakley tried to snuggle in with with uh, Ginger, and Ginger just took the foot and went, Oh, yeah. Popped her out. Give so. me back the covers. Any plans for the coming week, Bob? Uh, just, uh, just go to work, I guess. Yeah. Make some cheese. Do that, yeah. yeah. Bag some curd. Bag some curd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, sounds you know good. what? That sounds good to me. <laughs> I think, I think it would be good. We should mail just for a good time's sake. We should mail a package of curd out oh, to Steve. Yes. Oh, yeah. But w- make sure it squeaks. Make sure it squeaks for me. But how oh, long yeah. will, how long will curd stay good if we mail it? Well, we won't have to worry about the fire ants. I don't think this time. <laughs> <laughs> It'll last sure a while. <laughs> if we oh, mail no. it, out, if it gets out there in two weeks. Can he eat it? Oh yeah. Oh, I would. I would think so. Yeah. I... Brucey, the amount of stuff I eat past expiry dates—you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Every day in my house. Bruce for <laughs> art. Like, for... See, this is what I don't get about you. You're all for the rules on certain things, and then you're eating month-old curd. Yeah, I could. I'm. I'm trying to do the rules like. <laughs> This is this is best before. I, this is not a legal obligation. I can eat old curd all I want. I know okay. like well, the I'll government t- isn't. It's like, not going to impact anyone like, else. Just you. I'll tell you what, Bruce. Uh, anybody that working for Ivanhoe, turn your volume down now. <laughs> for our uh, sealed bags of curd, yeah. The best before date is sixty days. So whoa, there, it is. there you go. There it is. We're going to mail that. Bag. Oh, yeah. We'll throw a few fire ants in just for fun. Just for old time's sake. <laughs> send, it, send it to my neighbors and they'll bring it on oh. over. Don't even worry. I've got your right address now. Bob, for years, I've been sending the wrong address. They'd bring it to his neighbors. Everything I'd send out, they'd take it to his neighbors. Even the socks I sent you of, of your, yeah, your yeah. good buddy. Oh, gee. Uh, and uh, anyway, oh, man, we got lots to talk about. For the Edge of Tom Fuller, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris, and I'm craving a Dr. Pepper. Yes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am and always will be Turd Ferguson. Oh. <laughs> Sir Zeus of Arbuckle. <laughs> Your mother just turned off the broadcast, Stevie. <laughs> oh, come on, Hurricane. Turn it back on, Mom. Have a great week, folks. We'll see you next week.